0: reverend billy here at the pulpit facing you the mega church how oh, i can feel you out there i got a question for you you heard that introductory song up at the end of the world i want to return to that question could this really be the end or can we send for a friend and how much heat are we talking about here heat is the act of loving fear Hate on a large scale is capitalism. Hate on a large scale is strongmanism. Old-fashioned militarism. Hate is a bullet, not a bird. Hate is silence. Love is the word. Hate is a wall. Not an organism. Could this really be the end? I'm asking you. Could this really be the end? How much hate are we talking about here? Could this really be the end? Can we send for a friend? Could this really be the end? How much hate are we talking about here? How much hate are we talking about here? Could it be covering the whole sky? Oh, definitely. The whole atmosphere. Climate change is changing us more than we thought. Changes our talk, what we hear, how we walk. Climate change is censorious. Racism is climate change. Climate change is modern hate. Racism is the murder rate. The fear of love is the life of hate. Yeah. Could this really be the end? Could this really be the end? Or can we send for a friend? How much hate are we talking about here? Let's go to the music. Oh, uh. And that was Widening Gyre, of course, from the famous poem, The Second Coming, William Butler Yeats, and the song structure from Robert Johnson, that seminal figure from the Delta, father of the blues jazz idiom. So I want to stick with the Stop Shopping Choir. I want to go straight to a song called Come Happy, Leave Hungry. A little bit of a story behind this. We were touring in California in a bus, and we came into Bakersfield, California, and we were looking for a place to eat. We settled on the IHOP, the International House of Pancakes. So we go in there, and we pick up the menu, and there is a, for the Stop Shop choir, a very interesting company slogan. The company slogan was, come hungry, leave happy. Come into the IHOP, we'll fill you full of syrup and butter and bread (laughs) and you can leave immobilized stupid with an intimate knowledge of how fat you will become as a result of this meal and you will have spent a good deal of money so we thought no let's flip that let's say i'm not afraid of what you will do when you leave here i am not jealous of your future life i don't want you to be stupefied and immobilized as you leave this place I want you to come in here happy. I want you to arrive satisfied and we'll have a community event. We'll do something together. And then when you leave, I want you to be able to have new experiences as a result of being with me and with us. Go out there into the world, have the next chapter of your life. And if you encounter somebody else who's interesting, bless you. It occurred to us that consumerism has a basis in sexual fear, in jealousy. So here here we are. This song that you're about to hear, we composed after our experience at the International House of Pancakes of Bakersfield, California. Here's the song. Come happy, leave hungry.
1: Honey, you come, you are happy, and happiness becomes you, but then you walk, walk away from me, I ask the distance to welcome you beyond.
0: Well, Reverend Billy here again. Let's just review where we've gone in this journey together today. We started out with a very dark question. Could this be the end of the world? And our answer was even darker. Well, yes. The falcon cannot hear the falconer. Things are falling apart. Then we went to a solution. Switch around the advertising. Defeat the the corporate language, which is driving our apocalypse here in 2020. You know, instead of coming hungry, leaving happy, turn that around. Let's be happy together. Let's have an exchange and experience together in our happiness. And then we can leave each other going off to have our own experiences. In that sense, we can be hungry. We can make each other hungry at the end of our conversation the defeat of consumerism, which is the arm, the cultural enforcement of capitalism. And now I'd like to give you an example of this. Beatrix Ost and the cab driver. I'm not sure we ever got his name. Now Beatrix is a, a legend in New York City, a storyteller, a fashion icon, and a special friend of the church, a supporter of the church of Stop Shopping. She has a story to tell about a channel of wisdom and trust and a coming happy, leaving hungry that she has with this cab driver. And he reveals unexpected love and trust, openness between himself and his gay brother back in Haiti. All right, let's listen. Amen. I don't see words. I don't see language as being a place where honesty can take place right now I see life living I see the way that people live there with their bodies as being how honesty is expressed can you comment on that please
2: yeah it is it is a magnificent movement I came here to America in, in the early 80s I'm in New York and I know that there was the AIDS epidemic and we were told not to go to a certain restaurant because the waiter was kind of acting like feminine. Maybe he's gay. I mean, it was so totally crazy. And now within these 40 years, a lot has really happened and I'm enormously happy for that. We are out of the wilderness and we are getting into that we can be And there is a new stillness, but you are allowed to be transgender. You are allowed to have a same-sex marriage. You are allowed to have all these human, utter human existences. And more and more... We embrace each other and we learn to embrace each other and it has to spread because it is a huge part of our human existence in our human society which isn't straight one, two, three. I was driving in a taxi with a man from Haiti and he told me that his brother is gay and he said to me, how do we know in the body of a woman when a child grows that all these tiny little particles really go on the right place that the man is all man and the woman is all woman. Why not? They are mixed. They are here and there. There are mixes in it. There are mixes we have no idea because the human body is so complex. This is a taxi driver while he was driving me. <laughs> it was brilliant. I thanked him so much. I put him in my book. I found him so interesting. In just a few words, while we curved around New York. Thank you very much.
0: Oh, that is love. Yeah. That is wise love. Thank you. Right there in a taxi cab. Mm-hmm. Wise love. I hope it gets paid more than the Lyft and Uber drivers, that person. Yeah. I have also felt the spiritual life of... Sometimes, coming at me from a startling place and a person just saying something in a reflective way in a cab or in a waiting line or just making a... We have a way of looking at the world outside of professionalism, outside of experts. It may be that the honesty that needs to return the bold change that needs to make it possible for us to cure ourselves of this violence that has been manifesting with police and with media and with our permanent wars all over the world. We have to attain a new level of honesty and and self-revelation. It doesn't seem to be coming from experts. It can come from them, but it seems to be coming. It's us on our own, I think, just being together.
2: I think we can learn from experts. They have often something to give to us, which we can turn around and twist around and make it our own. Oh yeah, that (laughs) sounds good to me. But really what it really is, looking into yourself with your own complexity, how you react to this, how you react to that, how scared you are, how you cannot give love to this because it's scary, it's strange, or all of that, we are in a constant learning. It's the school of life. We're learning, learning, learning. And this is part of it. Accepting each other is learning.
0: Well, thank you so much, Beatrix Ost, here in Albemarle County, on the southern side of what we call Charlottesville, Seaville. Thank you, Beatrix Ost. Mm
2: -hmm. Thank you, Billy. Thank you, thank you for your work, and thank you for listening to me.
0: I have been listening to you now for 20 years, and I shall continue to do so. Amen. Amen. (laughs) You know, children, these are dark times. Somebody once said, it's darkest before the dawn, but now it feels like... It's darkness before it's getting darker and darker and darker. But you know, I'm here to share with you that I really do believe that there is a, just a crack of light in Trump's wall. Just a little bit of sunlight just coming on through. If we can just jump into that little sliver of sunlight, it's... It's that... It's that thing that we call talking and listening in the flesh. It's the most complex media that we ever have had. And it's protected. It's protected by 45 magical words. Old, old words. But because it's been taken from us. If we're going to get it back, it's going to be new, new words. Talking about the First Amendment Congress shall make no law, respecting an establishment of religion, or prohibiting the free exercise thereof, or abridging the freedom of speech, or of the press, or the right of the people peaceably to protest, petition the government for redress of grievances, oh yeah, free speech, free press, free people, protest. No, because the devil has come down the devil has come down out of the night the devil has come down the fallen angel has figured out how to take all of the estimations and guesstimations and designs of our desires it's called marketing the marketing God controls but Donald Trump knows that there is one defense against his wholesale sin. Forty-five magical words that each of and every one of us knows deep down. And we can talk, we can listen, we can express to each other. In the parks, in the barns, on the hills, down in the streets. On the rooftops, on the fire escapes, out in our boats. Yeah, if we get to talking and listening together. Oh we can we can take it all. We can take it all. We can take it all back. gonna make no law respecting and establishing a religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or the right of the people peaceably 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 to assemble and petition the government for redress of grievances religion press people Speech, press, people,
1: religion, speech, press,
0: peaceably gathering, talking to each other, meeting, meeting in the grassy field, down at Union Square, down at Washington Square Park, Tompkins Square, I want to talk to you, I want to listen to you. of a speech or the press or the right of the people peaceably to assemble and petition the government to redress of grievances. What do I call that? What do I call that? I'm talking to you. consumerism will sell our sorrow as a soda the dreamers the consumerism dreamers who want to dream for us sell us our dreams are finding ways to convert racial justice into products how can George Floyd become a flavored seltzer we are performing A planet-wide extinction event because we're unable to talk and listen and to act. Consumerism has become that violent. State-sanctioned violence, yes. Murderous police, yes. But murderous people, you and I, because we're drifting, we're buying so much, even when we don't have our credit card out, The environment has become consumerized. The great breakthrough of Black Lives Matter, the great gift is that the environment was taken back from the corporation and its police. We went out there in the hundreds of thousands. They beat us. They sprayed us with pepper spray. They did whatever they could, and then they had to give up. We insisted on taking back our commons, And when we did, we took back our First Amendment. And so is this the end? Are we really at the end? We might be. We just might be at the beginning. Consumerism watched and is watching Black Lives Matter. The executives studying us, waiting, in a state of disbelief. How could so many people be emotional without products? Where is... All this anxiety, anger, bravery, cooperation, love. Where is it coming from? We were holding love hostage just a minute ago. The executives, they see thousands of marchers not buying anything and demanding one thing. Stop killing black people. Consumerism gives us a life made of products and that kind of life has no meaning. When we are out in public space in the thousands and we turn and we look at each other and suddenly we have meaning, we have stopped buying. We say our public figures have to stop killing people of color now. We have meaning. Consumerism is the new religion. The God is a big selfie of all of us at once. (laughs) Well, we went out there. We may have been taking some selfies of each other. But when we were out in the streets, we had left that religion behind. We had no religion. We had love. Consumerism drives climate violence. Most of the CO2 in the atmosphere comes from domestic consumption. We don't buy it. It's another kind of state-sanctioned violence, people sanctioned by us until we noticed, until we changed, until we started shouting, until we had public space again as our place. Whose streets? Our streets. Consumerism is around the streets, on the edges of the streets, the advertising coming forward, the little screens in our hands, the billboards getting bigger and bigger on the edges. Oh, they have to have that mystery, that thing, that frontier, that natural world, that dream that we may possibly have that they did not control. Consumerism. Consumerism. Consumerism the enforcement arm as surely as the guns the great persuader of capitalism no no could this be the end no this is the beginning and we come could this really be the end it's the end of today's quote-unquote church service The Earth Church wants to thank, in particular, the Stop Shopping Choir. Savitri D is the director of the Church of Stop Shopping. On Widening Gyre, we have Nehemiah Luckett. On Come Happy Leave Hungry, we have James Solomon Ben. Thank you to the Stop Shopping Singers. And thank you to Beatrix Ost for that fascinating interview and that gentleman from Haiti who contributed mightily to it. We want to thank Neil Young. We developed this radio half-hour working for a couple years with Neil at his Neil Young archives. Inside his larger website is the Newspaper Times Contrarian. He is the editor. Thank you, Neil. want to thank Pantheon Podcasts for distributing us out there to the world and for that First Amendment protest song, a special thanks goes to our producer, Jason Candler, and our drummer, Brendan Burke. And together, the three of us conspire to make something called the Fiery Eagles of Justice. Thank you for that song in support of protest. And we hope that this whole thing supported your protest, your activism, your Black Lives Matter. Earth Aluya, Change Aluya, Love Aluya. Until next week. Reverend Billy signing off.